FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I am T. Sterling Watson. And I am Courtney Hinton. <laughs> uh, this is the Hindu podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. Hey, I think y'all. You might have forgot your name. I did for just a second, but it's okay. I remembered and we're back. So, yes, we I'm are Courtney, back. And you're Sterling. You, I am Sterling. At least I think I am. You are. Yes, I am. This, okay. This I think you are. It's okay. Okay, good, good. Because I, I was a little confused. Um, a little while, I think I was somebody else. And then last week, I don't, or last episode, I don't know what was happening. It was a crazy topsy turvy world, but it was awesome. It was pretty fun. It was awesome. That was a lot of fun. It was. And now it's Christmas season. And I was going to. I'm sorry, go ahead. You beat me to it. I was going to go off into a Christmas song. And I couldn't yes. even think of which one I was going to do. Got him. Oh, man. And <laughs> I, I wish I'm, I'm going to have to send this particular episode to my cousin because, um, I know she hasn't been listening lately, but um, I, I'd always like mess with her and sing her favorite Christmas carol. And of mm-hmm. course, when I say favorite, I mean, it's the one she hates the most. <laughs> and um, it goes a little something like this. Silver and gold, silver and gold. And that's all I know. But um, <laughs> it's, it's from that um, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer kind of... Um, the not claymation yeah the but the specials that they show on on tv there's no man and um who i forgot his name right okay yeah yeah um ross rap bank bank and rankin and and bass Bass. yes that's it um and yeah the snowman who and because we used to work together too uh, back back in the day uh you and the snowman (laughs) no me and my uh me and my cousin we we used to work together and um, I would pretend I was the snowman and kind of make the movements he makes because he doesn't have legs. So he kind of just slides across. The right. Floor. Shimmies. He shimmies. Shimmies. He shimmies across the floor. So I I can't shimmy like a snowman, but I do kind of just kind of wobble or kind of move my hips in a slow kind of fashion while I sing the song to her and just irritating her. So. If she's listening, which I hope she is, she can imagine me doing this and just feel like maybe there's nails on a chalkboard because it's <laughs> it was just so much fun just to do that to her such at an, least once a year. Such an upstanding individual you are. I am. It's love. That's really what it's it is. It's real it love. Me. Yeah. It was my way of showing love to her mm-hmm. and how much I appreciated her <laughs> and how much she appreciated putting up with all of my nonsense. So. <laughs> So yeah, that one goes out to you. Um, and I mean, it is it is a pretty good song, I would think. I think it's Burl Ives, I believe. Uh-huh. I know. Yes, you okay. Because mm-hmm. I know um, my my lovely Aunt Cindy, who is one of my number one fans, would definitely be right there, um, kind of confirming it too. Mm-hmm. So and my mother, so all of them. All of them. <laughs> all, hey, all, all of them. y'all. Yes, yes. Oh, and a quick shout out before we, because we will get to this later, but shout out to Abby as well. Uh, thank hey, you so much Abby. for listening. Yes, yes. You're Abby's awesome. A I've heard about you. <laughs> in a good way, though. In a good way, yes. In a, in a great way. Um, 
so yeah, just th- those some quick shout outs. I don't think people do shout outs in the beginning of a show. I don't well, know. We do it because we we're awesome it. and we're the Indubians. So we, do, we are head head Indubians here. This is what we do. Shouting right. out other all our our honorary Indubians. We thank you mm-hmm. so much for listening and supporting. And while I'm on that topic, something miraculous happened. Uh, I want to say last week. I think it was last week. Oh, tell um, us. Okay, I, I will. Um, I don't know exactly who started it, but who I heard it from was uh, Sean from uh, No Really, which is also a uh, lovely podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's also his Twitter handle, so please do follow him at No Really. And um, he, along with, I believe, a few other podcasters, specifically podcasters of color, decided to start a live chat or a Twitter chat uh, with the hashtag support POC pod or pods, I'm sorry, mm-hmm, support mm-hmm. POC pods. And we basically just talked about how we as people of color or podcasters of color uh, can support each other and how we can grow because we are pretty much all independent podcasters. You know, how do we evolve or how do we support each other and, and um, you know, just build each other up to with all these other podcasters, more popular networks and things like that, they get advertising yet. Uh, we podcasters of color don't quite see that happening with us or not as much. Right. Um, some of them, they do have it. I believe like uh, fan bros, they do get um, some, um, I don't know if it's sponsorships or affiliates, but uh, both, I guess. I well, yeah, I think they're more affiliates than uh, sponsored. I know they're, they're big with loot crate. Right, right. Which is awesome. Um, I but it, I don't right. know if it's if they're considered affiliates or um sponsors. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but they have they have that support from something awesome. So they do, they that. do. They do. And and I think that was the also the point of the support POC pods chat is mm-hmm. just for all of us to support each other, find ways to support each other. Um a lot of my fellow uh podcasters they do have kickstarter not kickstarters um what am i thinking patreons so mm-hmm. you can support that way actually some of them probably do have kickstarters so yeah some of them do mm-hmm. um or even just regular old paypal which yep. i don't mean to say that in a dismissive way because paypal can be quite awesome totally so, and even with that said i do have a paypal so in case you do want to donate because hosting does cost money uh hosting and what else do i need it for sometimes um equipment Mm-hmm. Even though I think I'm set for right now, but hey, I, I may need an maintenance, upgrade. Maintenance, maintenance, yeah. um, money. images, all this costs money. Um, yeah, so if you do want to support me, because I don't have a Patreon yet, that might be coming very soon, um, then you can send any donations you like at tsterling3sfx at gmail.com on paypal.com. And, uh, a little note so I know what it's there for. I'm like, what is this? The random, <laughs> random money. So we'll take your money. Just please let us know what it's for. Thanks. Oh, yes. Yes, please, please. Because uh, I don't want any bribe money. Like, here, this is that hush hush money that, you know, so your little secret about the Oreos doesn't come out. So we'll, that we'll take that too. Let's, let's get that clear. We'll take that. We'll take hush money too. Yes. But we don't want to misconstrue actual hush money with actual support. Right, right. So Let's there's leave. that. I keep them separate. They're separate accounts. <laughs> uh, there's the hush hush account. There's there's the bribe account. I will mm-hmm. I will you know 
I will be a shill too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, got to keep. You want me to? We have to keep yeah. clean records. That's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, my bookkeeping is honest. I mean, I'm. I, I take <laughs> after uh, Alexander Hamilton. Like, I'll be honest and upfront right. with all the money that I totally. do. Totally. Good. Yeah. Kudos to that, Sterling. Good job. Right. I, right. Thought I mean, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not having any affairs or anything, or am I? And um, <laughs> you know, but I, I'll keep that separate. I'm like, oh no, this is for the um. The Reynolds pamphlet, which I'll put out later, um, and but this is for the Indube network. This this money here, and this is for Uncle Sam. This is for church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep everything legit. Legit, yeah. yeah. Legitimacy. That's the name of the game tonight. Mm-hmm. It is legitimacy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there too, because yeah, you, Boom. you you know gotcha. it comes later. Mm-hmm. Got him. Well, yeah. See, see, I'm doing the 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 eyes, the signals for the well, seeing, looking each other's eyes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're there, we're there. Yeah. So how have uh, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Trying to stay warm because I'm a southerner. We're here in the south, and you know anything below sixty five, sixty degrees is a bit chilly. So mm. uh, it's been well below that. Um, into the 30s and below and you know just dealing with that i did however finish my very first half marathon wow congratulations thank you thank you i'm bowing I'm try to amplify this so it's like <laughs> so there sounds like many clapping uh-huh so i'm bowing um and also icing my leg at the same time <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i did that i did that half and it, it went really well had a couple of you know obstacles but went well the biggest obstacle or hurdle of the day was just getting outside of the car because it was 20 like 27 28 degrees Mm. just starting and we ran the trail which happened to be around a uh, like a like a lake um so you know and it was it happened to be a little bit windy that morning and no overcast so the sun wasn't shining down on us so it was a little chilly that morning sounds Um, like a typical new england uh, winter day yeah at least new england i know you're not new england but (laughs) yeah it's the south it's not supposed to be that cold that's that's the point i'm trying to make here (laughs) Mm, i i um I don't know. There's no way for me to say this without sarcasm. Like, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay. I, I walked into that. <laughs> a, a little bit. I mean, cause again, people from new England, they kind of understand. Um, I mean, definitely I do understand how that is cold and, and it is chilly. Um, mm-hmm. And what we are at the time of this recording, I've actually have five alerts on my phone, letting me know that in the next two days, we're going to be going to basically another polar vortex which was a big scary word a couple years ago but now they keep throwing it around like it's uh like it's nothing but it's horrible it's when we have uh something called wind chill factor which is also terrifying because Mm -hmm. a gentle breeze can rip the skin off your face so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it might say it's 22 degrees outside but that wind chill factor is actually below 15 or (sighs) yeah so that's what we have coming next in the next couple days and then after that maybe some snow yeah but uh but anyway you you actually had to run in this so with with the running or the moving did that actually warm you up some oh of course it did warm warm us up and that's kind of 
that's part of, you know, winter running. You, you dress in layers and you, you know, shed the layers as you get uh, worked up and get get moving. Now, there was a couple of guys. I was just going to, I was going to say it was just one guy, but there were two guys who were literally out there in Spanx. They were, they were American mm. flag Spanx, but Spanx <laughs> nonetheless. And that's it. No shirt, no shoes, no service. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and they 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 did the did the full route, and just that. I said, you people are crazy. They are patriotic. They did it for the country. I guess so. I guess so. Did it hmm. for the country. Wow. <laughs> but they're crazy. Uh yeah. Um. I guess they uh, were, did you not necessarily meet up with them at the end, but did you um, see them uh, at the, around the finish? Did they look like they're still cold? I didn't see them. Sure I are. only, I only saw them at the very beginning. And I, then I saw pictures later uh, because mm. I only saw the one guy. I only saw one guy at the beginning. And then I saw in pictures that there were actually two people who were dressed uh, or maybe, maybe it was actually on the route later on, maybe around like, mile six or something that I saw was two people and I'm like okay so you you thought this was a good idea you still think this is a good idea because you haven't put on any clothes mm. okay oh well they were maybe they were in layer oh no you said you mean you saw them no before. no they started they started that way <laughs> in okay, the Sphinx I was gonna say maybe you saw a trail of like nope. leftover mm -hmm. clothes no 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 no, okay, they started. No, All sorry, right. they started that way, and I presume that they ended that way because what's the point in starting with more clothes than you started with, or right, finishing right. with more clothes than you started with? That's that's counterproductive. Mm -hmm. Unless, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know, but I guess kudos to them. Um, maybe I guess. win a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know if they wear it, but you know, there you go. <laughs> Those are goals for some people, not not you know sane, normal, regular people. That um, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Um, no words, just no words. There is the polar dive, I think that's or polar bear. Yeah, polar swim. plunge, something like that. Polar, yeah, that that's also more crazy people, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's insane. The level of disgust in your uh, your ugh. yeah. Mm -mm. <laughs> Can't stand those people. <laughs> I was I was asked if I would ever do it, and I probably said no because I don't like being cold um, and wet at the same time. That's crazy, right? Right. And I just saw on the news uh, about a, actually a fisherman or fishermen because there was a few of them talking about how to <laughs> not necessarily survive the winter or the snow time, but like if you're going to go out and shoveling or, or you have to be outside, especially with the cold, cold weather, you don't want to be wet. Like you don't have, want to have any wet clothes on um, because that brings on frostbite and hyperthermia and all the things pneumonia. that can kill you. Pneumonia. Yeah. And the pl polar plunge thing that all just sounds like certain death. And I don't mm -hmm. want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. I know you'll feel really alive, but there's other things you can do roller coasters. <laughs> Uh -huh. um, I don't know. Enjoy a sunset. Like talk many to other a stranger ways. or something. Yes. Like something safe. Yes, that is much more thrilling than going to Isaac. Isaac. Um, icy cold. Yes. No, none of that. I don't want any parts. Yeah. 
No thanks. I will talk to ten strangers instead. Yeah. Oh, you'll Could feel you? alive. I'll tell you that. Oh yes, yes. The the not necessarily the anxiety, but just the like. Oh, are we done having this conversation now? Mm-hmm. Oh, can we? Can I go away from you? You smell weird, but mm-hmm. it, that's silent judgment. I'm not saying that out loud to these strangers. I'm I'm a kind stranger to other strangers. So yeah, just putting just putting that out there. Just putting it out there. Um, but now we're actually going to take a quick break. Because uh, as I talked about supporting other podcasters, um, just not necessarily podcasters of color, because I, I do have some some um, Caucasian podcasters that I'm, I'm very fond of, and, and they're great friends and great supporters of me. So I want to support them as well. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to hear about some of those podcasts, which you should subscribe and find as soon as possible and listen to them after you listen to the show. <laughs> Shannon, CG, Lauren, and Mel form the Nerds of Prey, a group of ladies bonded by comics, gaming, film, television, and fandom culture. Hang out with them bi-weekly as they dig into the very things that make them loud and proud nerds. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, check out their Patreon at patreon.com backslash nerds of prey. Hello, Indubians. I'm Laura, host of Loudavision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Loudavision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudavision. Hey guys, this is Arielle and this is Deeds of Potluck Dinner Podcast. Check us out on Podbean at potluckdinner.podbean.com and iTunes. Search for us. All right. See you there. Bye. The Indu Podcast. And we're back to the Indu Podcast. And um, yeah, those are some some good shows have you listened to any of those yet courtney i have and oh my goodness you guys we are surrounded and supported by some amazing shows i cannot wait for if you have not already joined in on all the fun i cannot wait for you to do so you're in for a real treat yes indeed you are um they all these podcasts by the way they're under my unofficial uh indube network because only because I network with them, so that's that's where that's coming from. They don't actually belong to a brand yet. Mm. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> except for Food Fight Podcast, that's actually officially under my my purview. Um, and my brother-in-law, who is still working on his podcast, I think he told me I can acquire that, so that will also be mine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, Your evil laugh. <laughs> I, not, not that I'm, I'm a good person most of the time. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I actually want to talk about some good things. Um, yeah, I found some good things that happened in the news recently. Uh, I've, I've been put on to something called Jonas Paul Eyewear. And um, just a, a, a brief overview of what it is. Uh, basically, it's a children's. I guess it actually 
falls down under children's clothing store, but it's actually a, um, I'll just tell the story how I heard it about these parents who had a little boy. His name is Jonas Paul, mm -hmm. and uh, he's got a rare eye disorder where he basically can't see very well. And he's need, he needs glasses at a very young age. So all the glasses that they found, they all make them, I don't want to say they make them look, you know, weird or anything, but the father, he had corrective lenses when he was a child and all the ones he had were all ugly. He was teased all the time. So he's like, I don't want my son to go through that. And I believe he's three. And to watch the video of him, this, this three-year-old just getting around and being, he's very smart. He's very intelligent just getting around he does have a um a walking stick um but it, he he's very able and it's it's amazing watching him go you wouldn't know that he actually has you know a, a really i don't want to say a really serious problem but he really can't see very well at all but um his parents decided to design glasses for him specifically for him so they they look trendy um and they decided to expand it to make uh, I wear for, or at least I um, designs for mm -hmm. other children his mm -hmm. age and, and older. So uh, definitely check out Jonas Paul eyewear because that is some amazing stuff. If you can find, I, I don't know, I really don't remember what channel I was watching that this article, not article, but the, the, the news report came on. But if I could find it, I'll definitely post it and share it because it, um, I don't want to say my eyes got watery or anything. <laughs> that you know i was like mm, i think i need to change my contact lens or something mm -hmm. yeah you know, yeah because okay. um not because i don't wear contacts but um you know it just yeah it was uh <clears throat> got me in the feels a little bit <clears throat> sorry i gotta bring it together bring it together uh-huh yeah together. One. mr grinch okay. oh come on I'm back. I'm back which by the way i did see a picture of you and the grinch so you're going to need to explain that because I'm not the Grinch. I am not. Oh, no, you're not. I just, I saw a picture with, with you and the Grinch. You, you shared a picture with me uh -huh. of, of your run on the yeah. run because right. it's Christmas time ish. Right. And right. my birthday first and then Christmas time and you know, the Grinch. So he was just a prop. Not because okay. I hang around the Grinch. No, I mean I would have taken a picture too because he was there. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is amazing. He's I've the got Grinch. To take a so why not take a Grinch. picture? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And by the way, uh, happy belated or not even belated because it's still celebration time. Uh, happy life anniversary and worth day to you. Woo! It's my worth day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is your worth day, and that is worth not work. No, not sure goodness, I, no. Yes. There's a big difference. There is. And I'm so glad you didn't have to work on your worth day. Nah, nah, nah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. No. Mm -mm. no, not at all. Nope. In fact, you need more days off from work to show yourself some worth. Amen. Oh, how about that? <laughs> Put that I'll on take a t-shirt. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. All these hashtags and t-shirts, we, we're supposed to be, ooh, that's going to be part of the Indube Network. Hashtags <laughs> and t-shirts? <laughs> Well, at least the t-shirts, because, I mean, I got to sell stuff, so, yeah, that's part of a, part of the thing. Mm -hmm. um, yes, uh, there's some other good news that's out there. I saw, um, let's see, in Baltimore, there are these, uh, these two guys who 
basically they come from the inner city. It means that they're black, but um, <laughs> they, they decided to start a program at, at their public school. And I found out, I think it's like an elementary school or like a junior high thing, but they're still, they're pretty young and they have been into meditation. So they decided to start a meditation program at the school. So what the kids do, like when they get there, I think in the beginning of the day, they just take um, a few minutes. I'm not sure if it's up to five or 15, but they're all like together. And they, again, it's another thing I saw on TV. So there's video footage out there somewhere of this report of um, like a group of kids. They're all together. Um, I think they're like kneeling on the floor, but they're just, you know, taking time to be in the present and just, you know, collecting their thoughts, being relaxed um, and they even spoke with the principal of the school and they talked mm-hmm. and she talked about how I, once they started this program, which I don't remember how long this was going on again, I was, I think I was just waking up and I was hearing this report and like, wow, this sounds amazing. I, I need to write more information down, but I couldn't find a pen because it's the beginning of the morning. And, um, yeah, they have had no suspensions at least for this past year. Like no suspensions, no like real trouble. Um, In fact, like they even talked to some of the kids and they talked about how calm and peaceful things have been uh, compared to, I guess, well, maybe not them, but like when the instructors were telling them about how when they came up in school and how difficult it was for them, everyone's rowdy and violent and so forth and so on. So. Yeah, it's it's changing things, and I would I would love to see this actually expand to be in more schools, and be something that's taught to more kids, so they when they become adults, they kind of can deal with anxiety and stress a little bit better than you know right. some, some of us right now. Right, and it's interesting because you know as you as you grow, your body's going through all kinds of changes and hormonal imbalances and things like that, and mm-hmm. it makes sense that meditation would be used or, or works as a method of making all of that or helping all of that be a little bit more stable. Mm-hmm. I mean, because meditation in adults works in the very, you know, in a lot of the same ways, it just keeps you grounded. It keeps you focused. It keeps your mind clear. And as you're, you know, growing up as a child, that's even more, I think, beneficial because of all the changes and turmoil that's going on just in your body physically, right, right. you know, and, and let alone the mental things that you're having to learn and, and partake in every single day. So mm-hmm. I, it only makes sense that meditation would work. I agree. I agree. It does help out with a lot. And I'm even thinking now of um, hearing about kids who... I'm talking about maybe like maybe 12 or something saying they're having anxiety problems and, and then adults who would dismiss them as like, you're too young to have anxiety, Mm but I, man, they do, do. man. Mm -hmm. They do. I remember having stresses and not even realizing how stressed out I was about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Well, cause you don't know. And then you get shut down by adults telling you you're you're too young to be anxious or have anxiety issues about things. When in actuality you are, you do. I mean, it may not be the exact same as if you're an adult, of course, but right. it's definitely possible to experience mm-hmm. anxiety as a kid. Absolutely. Yes. So that test might not mean anything to a 30 year old, but to an 11 year old who, you know, is actually trying to do right and do good. 
mm-hmm. um, better. Yeah, that that can uh, that can weigh heavily on you. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. So kudos to to these. Uh, I need to find a stronger word than kudos. When I, uh, much respect. Mass. No, it's something stronger. I'll come up with something, and that'll be you know like a a thing that will start. But to them. Once I, if I, I wish I had their names again, I I've saw this report just as I was waking up and I'm like, this is great news. It was great news to wake up to, to just hear something good happening for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, definitely much respect to these guys who started this thing and uh, yes, to your success. And You're I, awesome. I, yes, you are awesome. I want to see more of this and more schools. And I still feel bad that I wish I not that I wish I came up in this time in school, but I wish that I learned a language earlier than mm-hmm. like in high school. Because um, again, shout out to my coworkers whom I love, most of them anyway. Yes, that was a little bit of shade. And again, mm-hmm. shout out to Abby who knows the people I'm talking about. Um, but yes, they there's a lot of Spanish speaking people where I live and I love the language. I love the culture, but I just can't keep up and catch on to everything that they're, they're saying. I try, I listen and I just wish that I, I grasp it a little earlier in life, which a lot of the kids are doing now, which I'm super excited for. I'm so happy that it's being taught earlier. Like it's like a requirement. So like, good. Good. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I agree. Is there a language you would learn? Um, well, my I chose American Sign Language as my foreign language, um, and I didn't take foreign language, honestly, until college, but I chose it there, and I loved it. I would definitely take more classes with it because I'm a bit rusty now, but mm. I would take more classes with that and be further involved with the deaf community. Um, I would probably learn Spanish if I had the opportunity. Okay. In school, I mean, because I know I can do it now, but back in school, mm-hmm. I probably would do, I would probably opt for Spanish also. Because hmm. there's so many opportunities to use it. There is. Um, you know, so. It's a beautiful language, It too. is a beautiful language. So definitely would be interested in learning that. Mm-hmm. No offense to the other languages. Um, I think a second choice for me would have been French. Yeah. Because um, I would like to visit France and... uh know what they're saying and know how to order food mm-hmm. and know where the bathrooms are. So um, these, those are the essential things, really. Yep. You know, just. That's all you need to know, really. Um, Life. Yeah. Pretty much. I was going to ask you if you can sign something for us, but <laughs> this is audio. <laughs> so, yeah. Such a troll. Too much. You're trolling your own show. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Um, I mean, unless you just did like a, you really like emphasized like. <laughs> No, but that's not sign language, so... It isn't. It's it's sound effects. Right. So so we're not doing any Foley work today. Not right now. Nope. We'll do it later. Um, I do know a little bit of sign language. I only know the letters. And um, again, it's not helpful right now. Go. Show me. Show me, though. You can show me. Forget the audience. Yeah, I can show you. Um, But again, you... Yeah, we're we're not going to do that right now. (laughs) Uh, uh, Let's see what's on the... My, my docket here. Um, the, the, I mentioned that we, we should support podcasts of color, right? We, we, we talked about that. You did. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm just really trying to make sure that I'm laying that on. So there's, there's other podcasters out there that, I mean, 
I'm so thankful and grateful that you listen to me, but please just support everyone else. And um, if they've got Kickstarters and Patreons and PayPals, please support them because they are, it's hard work. Give them your uh, money and your support. And your retweets and your shares and your follows and your subscribes or subscriptions. I'll act like I know English. Um, English <laughs> is pretty grammar. hard, though. It is. And that actually brings back the point that I forgot. Um, side note, I've been taking uh, training on um, um, being a board operator at a radio station. So, nice. Kudos. Um, Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also an announcer. So, uh, so there's the board op part, and then there's the announcer part. So with the announcer part, and this was actually something I – told you that I wanted to tell you, but now I'm telling you now. So you're going to hear it with everybody else. Don't you feel special? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. He, uh, my, my uh, lovely trainer had told me uh, that there are certain ways to pronounce certain words uh, in a, like a, in a news article, like if you're reading the news. So one of the words I had come across, which I had a very hard time pronouncing the correct way was combat. Mm-hmm. So you can't pronounce it combat. Uh, like unless you're talking about a war or you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going into combat. But if you are talking about um, that, you're maybe you're fighting something maybe in law or like uh, some kind of policies, it's more like combat. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't know that. Difference. I never came across it where I had to, you know, emphasize or stress one part of the word than the other. He hmm. gave me a better example of uh, defense, whereas in football, you would say uh, the defense is really, you know, hitting hard. Or mm-hmm. if you're talking about maybe the secretary of defense, because you're switching them around, saying the secretary of defense. Well, you know, I mean, it kind of still works a little bit, but it's not really what you're supposed to say. Yeah, I think that's one of the most frustrating and awesome things about English is how the same word can be pronounced different ways. And unless mm-hmm. a lot of uh, what I've noticed is a lot of times, if you're not a native English speaker, you're not going to catch those nuances. And exactly, it's, it's not fair <laughs> because there's really no rhyme <laughs> or reason. Well, there is, but there isn't. Um, like a native English speaker would understand the rhyme or the reason, but putting it on paper doesn't like I before E except after C. That's not always true. <laughs> right. So it's it just isn't. like, okay, that's it's horrible. That's a, I hate it. Right. It's a rule and I'm doing air quotes here, but it's a rule, but it's not, it's more like a guideline. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like, okay, well, how do you know when the guideline is applicable or not? So it's, it's, it's really a really weird muddled, beautiful, but, unfair language (laughs) it is it is and um another example just throw out there because i do this just i do it for fun it's fun for me but i also do it sometimes to annoy certain people because they hate it when i do it but um the word okay how do you pronounce uh what is it pecan pecan what do you say i say pecan i like to say pecan and then i will just (laughs) you're fired yeah, I will randomly just and we'll we'll I won't even like warn them or anything. We'll just be talking about it's like, oh look, they're over there. There's a pecan pie, and I'll listen and watch to see if they they notice that I do that. Sometimes they do, and then, and then sometimes they I don't think it even it even registers. They'll just keep going, and whatever it is that they're talking about. 
or I was like, oh yeah, it's right there, the pie. And you know, then sometimes they catch it, and other times they're like, what? So I do it just if it's for fun. It's fun for me. Mm, mm, Again, mm. I guess I'm trolling people, but it's you are. Words are fun. Human troll, I tell you. My other favorite word I like to do, and I forgot where I where I got this from because it was actually, I think on TV, but um. The long, the animals with the long necks, those are giraffes. So, like, why though? Why would you do that? <laughs> why? Just because. But save the giraffes, seriously, because they're they're going extinct, um, or they're endangered. They're endangered. Let's let's not say they're extinct. They're in da- they're endangered. So let's save mm. them. Mm-hmm. I've always had a thing for them. I, I like them. I have a stuffed. Uh... Oh, there it is. He doesn't have a name, but he's here. My giraffe. Giraffe. Gonna... It's a giraffe. It's a giraffe. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break uh, and uh, have some more podcasts before uh, Gordon kills me. Sheesh. And uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Valkyrie. And Lola. And we're your two favorite literary lushes from the hilarious Drunk on Books podcast. We l- would like to invite you to join us each week as we break down some great books while under the influence of our favorite alcohol. You can find us on Twitter at, at Drunk on Podcast or at our website, which is drunkonpodcast.wordpress.com. As always, please remember that we are not safe for work. So please hide your mama, your kids, your granddaddy. Um, and don't be listening to it at work without your headphones because I'm pretty sure you're going to get written up. Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Victor. And this is Megashane. Megashane is a queer, people of color, weekly podcast, and we talk about anything from drag, to comics, to video games, to... Boys. And anything else in between. (laughs) So, if you want to listen to us, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Megashane Pod and Megashane on Twitter. That's right. So follow us, talk to us. We'll be here. And we out. Hi guys, it's your girl Stephanie, um, aka Steph I Will, or now Misty Nice Twist Out. I'm just here popping up to just let you guys know if you don't know already and you haven't heard uh, the Lemonade Show. Yeah, that show. It's mine. And that's where I serve you up all of your geek and nerdy needs um, a little sweet and sour on all things that are going on in the comic book world movies tv shows books you name it i'm touching it so the next time you're feeling a little thirsty why don't you come hang out with me you can find my show on the points of interest network.com uh, it's also available under the points of interest network on Podbean and also itunes so hey next time you get a little thirsty Come check me out. I'll serve you up some lemonade. Again, this is your girl, Steph I Will. And hey, call me Stephanie. That's fine. And I'll catch you at the lemonade stand. The Endu Podcast. Hey, this is DJ Joe Daddy, not your daddy, bring you the hits you missed or ain't never heard. Y'all gonna hear it right here on WIDB 129.5. Hey, now we got a special guest in the studio. We got uh, Courtney with a K, is that, am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> goodness, goodness. Oh, mm. 
gonna anyway we're gonna um how you doing today i'm doing just fine how are you um fantastic nobody ever asked me that you know that 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 sterling that's always on this show Ugh, goodness gracious i mean not say anything mess up my paycheck he's a buster uh, he's a buster uh, i'll say it he's a buster whew. Mm. Well, you heard it from her, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, man. Well, let's just, just let's just keep keep it moving. I'm gonna give you the quick weather right now. It's dark. That's all you gotta know. Dark tonight and cold. Oh, goodness gracious, Lord have mercy. Good, good, good. Anyway, let's move on. And we got some some Christmas jams for you, actually, right now. Um, Hamildorf. You ever heard of Hamildorf? I have. It's great. Oh, Fabulous. goodness. Oh well, we're gonna play it right here on WIDB 129.5. Hey. <laughs> How does a young buck reindeer, one who was constantly mocked and dropped in the middle of a forgotten island full of misfit toys where nobody could tell you what his name is, grow up to be the one who's the most famous? The same reindeer who led Santa through the fog and wind, globe trotting by not letting fear stop him, got treated like a dog and made it a tough slog and he was green. He barely had antlers upon his noggin. And every day his playmates berated him by calling him names, and it was lame. He struggled and kept his guard up. Inside he was tired of hearing the same old line. He started making use of his nose. It was super shiny. Well, the word got around. They said, this deer is insane, man. Wasn't very long before the word got to the big man. All the other reindeer used to ban you from their games. But the world's gonna know your name. What's your name, man? Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer My name is Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer And Santa came to me one foggy year On Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve Here he comes, here comes the Santa Claus Ladies and gentlemen, here comes the Santa Claus The moment you've been waiting for, here comes the Santa Claus The pride of the North Pole, here comes the Santa Claus Can I be real a second for just a millisecond? Let down my guard and tell the people how I feel a second. Now I'm the model of a modern myth that's magical. A veteran with venison valeting him whose elves are lining up to make my sleigh ascendable. Hit your reindeer to harnesses and checking off the names on nice and naughty list. But the elephant is in the room. The fog is in our face and our mission is about to be doomed. Any hope of success is fleeting. How can I keep leading when the reindeer I'm leading can't be seeing? We put a halt to proceedings as we try to get vision. It's a tough decision. Listen, we are in fog. That's thick. We gotta go quick. We gotta make it through this year. And hey, yo, I need a new lead reindeer. Is this the team with which I am to circle the globe? We fly at midnight, the North Pole in the distance. I cannot fly if I cannot see people. I'm in dire need of assistance. Your Excellency, you wanted to see me? Rudolph, come in. Did you say burr? Yes, sir, because it's freezing. There's a rumor, sir. Christmas is canceled because there's a storm out. Rudolph, sir, close the door. Don't let the warm out. 
Have I done something wrong, sir? On the contrary, I called you here because our odds are beyond scary. Your reputation precedes you, so I have to ask. Sir, Rudolph, what will it take to get you on my staff? Sir? Okay, look, I know you've got a crazy shiny nose. In fact, I've heard there are those who even say it glows. I know the deer and all the elves now admire you. Yeah, they laugh and call me names, like Pinocchio. Now, why are you upset? I'm not. It's all right you want to fly. You've got a hunger. You're just like Donner as a youngster. Head full of fantasies of flying like a starter. Yes. Flying is easy, young man. Leading is harder. Why are you telling me this? I'm being honest. I need to get these toys to all the kids like I promised. A fog to stick is not an option I chose. I need a reindeer who can light up his nose. So I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, yo, it's just my I am not throwing away my shot. Son, we are in Fawcett's Kick. You need all the help you can get. I have some friends you call Cornelius and Hermie. He's a dentist. Hey, what else? We gotta go quick. We'll need to go as the crow flies. Take shortcuts and jump through the night sky. I'll tell the elves to load the sleigh with supplies. We'll take to the skies. All the haters will be surprised. I'll rise above my station. Lead your sleigh to every nation. We'll go down in history as a winning combination. So, here comes the I'm Geek Soul Brother and I'm putting the funk in the final frontier. Come join me and my five nerdy venoms on our podcast as we discuss movies, TV, games, comics, anime, and all sorts of special topics in the geek universe. Find us in iTunes and Stitcher, and you can even listen to us live on Tuesdays, 10 p.m. on TalkShoe.com. We love a nerdy conversation. Hey y'all, I'm Courtney Hinton of VerveHouseCollective.com. Verve House Collective is all about creatives, entrepreneurs, and those who want to live an awesome life full of intention. Again, that site is VerveHouseCollective.com and we'd love to see ya. Pineapples on pizza. Cornbread versus biscuits. What is pumpkin spice? And are grits necessary? Host and moderator T. Sterling Watson invites a panel of foodies to debate, celebrate, or eliminate what we masticate and ruminate what's on your plate. The Indube Network presents the Food Fight Podcast. Find it on iTunes and foodfight.podbean.com. podcast and welcome back to the indu podcast now we are going to do because i know i didn't do it last week i apologize i said i was going to do this every episode but it is time for our black history fact black history black history black history history. facts so um again the day that we are recording this uh someone named Doris Payne showed up in the news today. Did now, if you she? Don't know, she did. Now, do you know who she is? I do not. Okay. I'll, um, 
I pulled up this article here, which again, I, I will share in the, in the show notes. I'm actually really trying to get better at using the show notes and link to stuff that I talk about. If you check them out, please let me know. So if you're not reading them, I'm not going to put stuff in there. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want you to talk to me. That's all. <laughs> um, so yeah, Doris Payne. This, this is an article from CBS News. Uh, the best in news. Um, that's not their tagline. I just felt like putting that in there. Um, so yeah, an 86-year-old jewel thief who, was, who has kept jewelry sellers on their toes since the 1970s has struck again, police say. This time by slipping two, not one, but two 2,000 diamond necklaces into her pocket. Two $2,000 necklaces. $2,000, mm-hmm. yes. Dose. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the lead is not buried here. She is 86 year old. 86 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doris Payne, who has been the subject of a documentary and casually said during an Associated Press interview earlier this year that... I was a thief. Was arrested Tuesday at Von Moore department store outside Atlanta. Payne was arrested after she put the necklaces in her back pocket and tried to leave the store. Dunwoody police spokesman Mark Stevens said in an email, she faces a shoplifting charge. Wow. I I just had to take a quick break there just to let all that process that uh, this (laughs) kindly... Uh, elderly woman, black woman at that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Netflix documentary out there uh, that you should definitely go check out. There's never been a day that I went to steal that I did not get what I went to do. Payne says in the documentary, Payne told the AP she realized a simple distraction could make it easy to slip out with a fancy trick in her hand after a friendly store owner let her try on watches as a child and then forgot she had the jewelry on. Her career was born in, the, in her 20s when she got the idea that she could support herself by lifting jewelry. WGCL reports she'll often ask clerks to try on multiple pieces of jewelry in the hopes that they won't notice one of the items is missing. Payne, who appeared effortlessly elegant and spoke with calm deliberation during the interview with the AP, nevertheless grew cagey when asked about her methods. I don't dictate what happens when I walk in the store. The people in charge dictate what happens with me when I walk in the store. She said, I don't tell a person in the store I want to see something that costs $10,000. They make those decisions based on how I present myself and how I look. And that is Doris Payne, who's been arrested once again. Um, And more in this article, she's been arrested numerous times. And um, apparently her crime spree is not done. She is the very definition of a career criminal. And the only black woman I know that is a jewel thief that has a documentary about her as well. That Hmm. is on Netflix. I need to go check it out. Um, and in fact, my sister actually told me about her a couple months ago and I still hadn't watched this documentary as interested as I was and still am. So, and I, I personally am, um, in admiration because I have a thing for, for heist films in general. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, uh, as it should probably, it, if I have a Wikipedia page, it's probably listed that Ocean's Eleven is probably my favorite movie, or at least one of them. Um, 
but yeah, the, and I also feel like heisting or, or jewel thieves is a respectable crime. I feel like it's, you know, <laughs> there's really nobody being hurt by it. So, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing. Like you should go out and steal things, but like, mm-hmm. like if you, if you were to go to jail, you want to go to something that that's, that's, you know, I was like, Oh, well, look at you, a, a little cat burglar or something, or you, you stole like a billion dollars, like right out of the bank. Good job. <laughs> okay <laughs> you didn't kill anybody you didn't kill anybody you didn't kidnap anyone you didn't like hurt anybody you know there was no victims here just you, you know, just took their material goods not so much right. their um uh i don't know their you didn't take their life you didn't right. take their their you know anything of, of value to them personally i'm not talking about robbers not people that go in your house and burgle mm-hmm. you know, not that because <laughs> that burgle you is feel a funny bad. word it is a funny word. <laughs> so I'm glad I got to use it naturally. Um, <laughs> Good job. But there is a difference between um, being burgled and being robbed. Mm-hmm. I think when there's nobody, yeah, when there's nobody in, in the home, then that's being burgled. But if you're in the home, you're being robbed. Ah, that makes sense. I mm-hmm. get that. There you go. That, that, reson- words that resonates with me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this. <laughs> Uh, um <laughs> so so yes the the uh either way it's, it's all thieving that's it all comes down to thieving uh-huh. it's just different different parts of thieving and i don't know the heisting seems like the highest level of theft because there's planning involved there's conning con artists there i respect what they do i just don't want it done to me mm. or anybody that i know sure sure because because that is that is a craft. It's it's a skill. A con artist. It's in the name. Mm-hmm. You have to build confidence, and that's what she does. That's what Doris does. She, it's like, oh, okay, yes, I'll try on this ring and this one too, and, and that one. Okay, all right, all right, and slip, and you know, they build confidence and rapport with the clerk, and boom, there she goes. She's, you know, ten thousand dollars richer. Yeah. So you know, that's that's how I I you know I respect her for. Her, I don't even want to call it a grind, but her grift, maybe. Grift. It's 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 another term for for con artistry. Hmm. When you're grifting people. Learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. I may or may have not done some some studies on a con <laughs> artist and different con games. Mm-hmm. Uh, such such as the, uh, I think is is it the Kansas Sh- Kansas City Shuffle? I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Which may may also be a song, but it's basically you make them look left and you go right. Mm. To, you know, yeah. do, whatever, do whatever dastardly deeds you, you might need to do. Right. Or or a better word, nefarious. <laughs> yes. Boom, $25 words. Mm-hmm. That is a mustache twirling word. My mustache is not built for twirling, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the nefarious plans I have in store. Whew. But yes, that is Doris Payne. So please do check her out. The documentary you're looking for is called The Life and Crimes of Doris Payne. And uh, spoiler alert, even though she was in prison, she did get out. I think she might be going back to jail now. Miss mm. Doris, decorated. what you doing? What you doing, boo? She's she is living her life. Is she? 
She is. That's what she likes to do, I guess. I don't know why <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> she's doing it for the fun, for the thrill. For the culture. So, yeah, for the culture. I, again, I am not condoning theft, but I'm not condoning any crime. But if you're going to do a crime and you want to, you know, get some recognition for it, then you better go big and, yeah. you know, go out and, and steal a Fabergé egg or something, which I think would be worthless. But eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Steal some art. Do that. Artwork, like paintings, don't go out and like pirate movies and music. Don't do that. That's it's not as That's respectable. Yeah, it's illegal. Not that stealing paintings isn't illegal, but (laughs) (laughs) try to. It's a little different. Yeah, don't poke holes in my theory. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else we have going on today? Um, Just wanted. We've got a question segment. I forgot. Yes, because we've we've got some questions. Um, And again, if you've got questions, and I'll say this again after our questions are over. Please send them to me. You can if you see me in person, <laughs> uh, I'll try to make sure I write it down. And uh, but if for most of you, you can always tweet me at Indub and uh, or email me at uh, tsterling3sfx at gmail dot com. And um, make sure you put like, like, hey, I got a question for the show, blah de blah blah, and I'll give you my answer. Or you know, we'll collaborate and come up with an answer for you. Usually, right. like on the spot. Yep. So. These, I actually have two questions for you, Courtney. Okay. So um, both of these come from Abby, who is your biggest fan. Maybe not so much mine, but that's okay. I'm not, you know. Not, not jealous. Not, uh, bitter. That's not okay. jealous. That's the word I was looking for. Because, hey, I'm, I'm your fan too. So Woo, I, think I'm, I got two. If anything, if anything, I think I'm vying against her to be like your biggest fan. And she's <laughs> trying to be your bigger fan than I am. Oh. The fight whoa, whoa. ensues. <laughs> okay. Um, so our, our first question that she uh, brings to us is, what is the deal with window curtains? So before we dive in, I actually asked her, like, um, what do you mean? So she said, like, why do some people have window curtains and other people don't? Because I guess she has neighbors, similar to neighbors I have that don't have window curtains or blinds. Some including blinds in this category. And mm. you can kind of look right in their window and see everything they're doing. And it's a little weird. So she wants to know why that is. Why do people do that? So here's my theory now. Okay. Blinds and curtains are two separate things. They are. So the absence of either or both are two separate issues because, okay, I know that when we moved into the house that I currently live in. They came with these thick, like these, these, they're thick blinds, like the wooden, um, really not super like high brow blinds, but they're, they're not the wimpy, um, the plastic flimsy. Yeah. Plasticky. They're they're wooden and they're thick and they're awesome. So (laughs) They are. They're great. But like we live in a development where a lot of the houses are kind of built the same and with the same um, floor plan and everything. And so most of the houses around here have windows that are covered with these blinds. Um, Now, it took us about, a, I don't know, I'll say a year before we actually put curtains up because we didn't need we didn't need them. Mm. The blinds were thick enough to where 
if you close them, you couldn't see in. If you open them, you got the amount of light that you wanted inside, and that's that. Now, mm-hmm. we put the the blinds, or excuse me, the curtains in just as a decorative touch, but we definitely needed the privacy or mm-hmm. wanted that privacy or right, that right. really that extra layer of privacy because there's still maybe one or two windows around here in the house that don't have the curtains, but it's just simply because they're not needed. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're like in spare rooms or in a bathroom where the blinds are generally shut anyway, but everywhere else they're there for decorative reasons or like if you wanted to open the blinds to let some light in, but you didn't want everybody to see in, you would open the blinds and then pull, and then draw the curtains because we have kind of like sheer curtains um, or, or thin curtains, I should say. So it kind of, you know, gets the best of both worlds. But otherwise, I don't know why you wouldn't cover your windows because why not have more options for privacy, for light control, that type of thing? Why would, why, I'm with you, why wouldn't you put anything over your windows? Something. I mean, even if you had the sheer curtains like like you were just saying. Mm -hmm, um, That's something. That's something because at least as, you know, just a passerbyer, because I'm, I'm not outside looking, trying to look in people's windows. You just happen mm-hmm. to look around the neighborhood and sometimes like, oh, they've they've got no no, no curtains up. And, right. and now I can see that they're baking cookies or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on the flip side, uh, sometimes these neighbors are just nosy and they don't want any curtains or blinds so they can freely look outside, which I don't get either because I've I've got those those flimsy plastic um uh blinds mm-hmm. uh, but we also have curtains too but uh you just you know peel them open and you know make, not make it look too obvious so in mm-hmm. case like you are on the outside and you're looking in my window and all of a sudden you see this this crack it's like ooh, somebody's looking at me because right. there's a very distinct look to those blinds if you're opening them mm-hmm. too much but um but yeah that's that's how you be nosy on your neighbors you don't have to not have blinds or curtains right i'm just talking to the nosy people right now because i know they're out there listening and, oh like, they're out there listening i'll tell you that they are and um i think they might want to call themselves the neighborhood watch probably mm-hmm. uh, if, if you live in one of those kind of neighborhoods and i believe that i do um because we also have blinds we have curtains um the curtains that i'm in in the room right now um they're actually they're not leather but they're like pleather mm-hmm. and they're we actually got them that way, so they they ward off any of the cold air that comes in, like presently coming in right now, so they're not doing mm-hmm. a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more of a window issue than a curtain issue, but it helps. And it also blocks out all the light, So, because at times I think I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll go through with the, the laugh. I'll let it flow naturally. Uh, but that's that's... Window curtains. If you have any ideas of why people don't have window curtains, again, reach out because we we want to know. Also, you can leave comments too on the um, on Podbean or indube.podbean.com under the show notes. Just leave a comment there too if you don't want to tweet or you don't want to tweet or email. Do that too. Um, but we do have a second question. Okay. And um, I'm going to also give credit to this one to Abby, although her and I were together when this this question arrived. Uh, I just need to pull this question out because it was written in such a way that like, Ooh, this is, 
worded nicely. Uh, to those that donate their body to science, do they rent the casket for the funeral? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, I would think not. And here's my theory why. Okay. So your casket is your final resting place. Even if you're, you know, renting out or selling, if you will, your organs, <laughs> mm -hmm. your body as a whole still housed your spiritual, like true self while you were still alive. So of course I feel like, um, you know, they should honor your body, but I don't know about renting a casket because renting denotes that you have to give it back. <laughs> right, right. And that's kind of not, you know, I don't hear final resting place in, yeah, I'll give your casket back later after the service. That's not, that doesn't sound kosher. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. Cause I mean, I don't even know the process after like you do donate your body or your organs or what happens when the, when the science is done, put it that way. <laughs> after I guess you've been harvested or you've been, used for training purposes um mm -hmm. like once they're done with you or what's left of you do they give that back to the family or does that get incinerated i feel like it gets incinerated because i sometimes hear i hear tale in the hospital that i work in that that's what happens i don't know if that to be fact um but i have seen bodies being carted in and out of the building or at least in the building i don't think i've seen it out <laughs> and that's actually what brought about the question because we saw some bodies coming in. Mm -hmm. We saw a body box going out mm. and the box fell off the gurney that it was on. Mm. So we all freaked out, but then we realized like, Oh, that box is empty. Oh, that was a close call. Okay, good. Cause that would have been really awkward and kind of horrid to, uh, I guess for that guy who was rolling the box out to have to like get the body back in the box. Mm -hmm. and then, yep. I'm, talk I'm talking about That's a car. So weird. It was a cardboard box too, by the way. That's, <laughs> That was the weird part about it. Like, is, is, is that a body? Is a body in that box? But no, it was empty. So, but yeah, I don't know if they would rent it. I mean, it seems in my mind, it seems like a good idea. Like, okay, this and like funeral homes, maybe even have a special discount. Like, are you going to be keeping this kind of thing? Or like, cause we'll give you the, the special science discount where you can, you know, rent this casket. We have a few of them you can choose from that, you know, that look good. And then, you put the body in and then they, after you're done, mm -hmm. take the body out and take all the <laughs> coverings. That's so strange though. That's just something you don't share, you know? Like it's yours I guess. and yours alone. That's it. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, I don't know how far it goes. Like, cause most people like with the whole funeral, um, not process, but the whole funeral. Yeah, I guess process. You do go to the burial mm -hmm. and the casket is lowered People start throwing dirt and then eventually people disperse when they finish burying you in. So when does that process end? And then the right. body is retrieved. True. That's true. I mean, there would have to be guidelines and things and uh, restrictions on things that of course people would break, but mm. you know, whoever's in charge of these types of committees would have to have some type of uh, rule or something in place so that we could all have a guideline to go on to that um, from. 
I guess. I I wanted to look into it further. I never got around to it because I'm pretty sure there's an answer. But that's also the fun of answering these questions is answering to the best of our knowledge, our combined knowledge of what could possibly, you know, what they do. I don't know. But that really boggled my mind once uh, it, it came up in discussion. So, hey, Abby, I hoped we got close to answering those questions for you or at least gave you a, a, another idea of um, what happens if uh, people don't have curtains in the windows or uh, people decide to donate their bodies to science and then what happens to the casket. So if you have questions, please, again, either uh, send me a tweet. If you see me in person, then uh, don't don't frighten me. Just you know, come up to me gently and because um, I, I scare easily and uh, you know, let me know. Send me an email too. And uh, I think I think that's everything that we have. Do you have any any shout outs or anything you want to tell anybody or plug? Do you have any okay. shout outs? Do you huh? have any shout outs or anything you want to plug? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, I have a plug. Is that okay? <laughs> yes. You, you kind of spaced out and or zoned yeah. out somewhere. You did. I'm here. I'm here. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait for me. Wait for me. <sighs> Um, so yeah, check me out on the Twitter sphere at I am Hinton, uh, where you can find me tweeting up a storm, um, about you name it, anything, or you can find me at Verve House Collective, um, which is the digital coffee house for audacious creatives, entrepreneurs, and intention seekers. And you can find me there at Verve HC. Very nice, very nice. And again, even though I hasn't, haven't said it enough times yet already, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at Indube. Um, and I think I'm just going to steal something I heard from another podcast. Just find me at Indube. Just put that anywhere. You'll find me. And uh, <laughs> that's how you'll you'll get this. So please, if you're listening and you haven't rated or subscribed and you just clicked play, please do subscribe. That is how uh, we win. That's how we, we get ratings and, and such and please do rate as well um please rate us please 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 <laughs> please figure i use my little cute child voice if that <laughs> helps um and uh also please do support all the other podcasts within my uh, uh unofficial network and uh official network such as mm-hmm. Food Fight podcast which can be found on itunes and podbean it's mm-hmm. pretty funny it's great it is great check it out you guys you will love it have you had eggnog yet that is the ten dollar question right now to me or to the audience you i have not had eggnog so i saw a small um a small container of it but i could not bring myself (laughs) to do it i just couldn't do it i'm i'm curious was it uh was it like the golden eggnog it was made by hood by hood Uh, I don't remember that. Um, I don't remember that. I have to. I have to look again because it's been a few weeks now. But oh, okay. I'm going tomorrow, okay. so I will let you know <laughs> once I <laughs> go in there and find. You know, I will let you know. I'll okay, you, you can there. you can let me know because right now there still is a Twitter war going on about nice. eggnog. I love Twitter um, wars. Yeah, shout out to Steph I Will because she kind of masterminded that and I tried to piggyback on that since we just released an episode about eggnog. So, yeah, which will only continue that battle further. Um, if you like eggnog or if you don't, let me know. But let me know at Food Fight Pod. 
that's the Twitter account for the Food Fight Podcast. Um, you can let me know I didn't do as well. I'll probably just forward it over there anyway. And uh, I think that's everything. So all I got to do is just remind everybody to remember. Remind you to remember. Yes, remember. <laughs> if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Bye, guys. podcast was recorded on planet Earth and is an extension of the Indu blog found at Indu.com. You can subscribe and find more episodes on iTunes and Indu.podbean.com. You can also follow Master Sterling on Twitter at Indu. I am not allowed. This is Billford signing off and this has been another 3SFX production. Use your words, Chief. Good boy.